Everybody, my name is Dick Reed. We got happy hour at Retro Metro, four to six half price drafts. I know that uh, they got Yingling there. I mentioned that because it's a big one for a lot of you folks. Of course, they have others as well. Four by four, um, they uh, local, of course. They're the and I, I just I couldn't tell you the lineup, but those are some off the top of my head. I'm sure, they'll have other great deals as well. But uh, if you're looking for some draft beer this afternoon. You're going to get the half price during our happy hour at Retro Metro. Now, if you have the KSGF app and your notifications on, moments ago you got one reminding you that in just two hours you will be able to buy uh, gift cards for the view in Kimberlene City. This is a, a food, drink, beverage venue with live music. Uh, you can get $25 gift cards for 12 50. So half price, that will be 10 a.m. this morning at KSGF.com that you can purchase those. And also, you will get a push notification this afternoon about a KSGF app-exclusive deal at any of the area Godfather restaurants. That would be Battlefield, Nixa, Springfield, and Ozark. Uh, that push notification will send out, and it will say, all right, here's the deal for today, and that is only um, inf- that information is only available through the app. Godfather's delivers, by the way. So uh, you may you want to check to see if you're in the delivery area. But if you aren't wanting to get out and get the pizza, then you can also have delivery done, whether it's tonight or any night of the week. And that is just a thing for you to watch for on Fridays. Again, around 4 o'clock today, you should expect to see that. Uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and jump over to the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. An update on a murder investigation involving a father and a son near Sparta. Chantry Hale is in jail, charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal action, accused of killing his father, Jimmy Hale. We spoke with Bob Courtney, who was a friend of Jimmy. He says he was shocked, and things like this don't happen often in a place like Sparta. We reached out to the Christian County Sheriff's Office, and they told us they were not able to provide information about a possible motive at this time. An autopsy is scheduled for today. On the road rage incident on I-44 in Springfield Wednesday night that led to a man being shot and killed, police say 39-year-old Michael Miller was found at the scene with a gunshot wound. He later died at the hospital. Police say they do know who the shooter is, but no arrests have been made. SPD is not releasing any information about what led up to the shooting until the investigation is complete. Tune in to Color 10 News at 5 and 6 for all the latest. I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 84 for a high today. Tonight, clear 59. Tomorrow, sunny 87, 90 on Sunday. Labor Day, mostly sunny, a high of 89. Chris McQuay here. Everyone's favorite person. I don't know why I said that. That's probably not true. You're not everyone's favorite person. Sure I am. Okay, fair enough. Absolutely. Serenity Honors. We got coming up here, Freedom Food Drive for Veterans. And uh, we were uh, fortunate enough to be able to work together with you sometime last year. I forget exactly when it was. A year ago. Sort of, yeah, was it a year ago? All right. Uh, And that was a food drive that was pretty much, well, we kind of had a a one event, one location. 
this is uh, sort of networked, I guess, to a number of different locations. I'm going to let you explain this. Well, we're going a different route this year because some poor schmuck had to sort eight tons of food, and that was me. You didn't like that? No. No, that was not fun. She she was not Live around to do that. <laughs> Live and learn. So we're going to do it all online, plus we can buy a lot more food. Okay. A lot cheaper than everybody else can because we've worked out special deals. But what we came up with was we want the local people to help their local veterans. So we kind of split it up into three different county kind of things. Got so it. Polk County, any money raised in Polk County will stay in Polk County. The money raised in Green and Christian County will stay in Green and Christian County. And then the money raised in Stain, Stainy, in Taney and Stone County will stay down in in those counties. So you're actually helping the veterans that you see going in the store, trying to figure out if they can afford to buy this or not afford to buy it. Okay. But the best thing is we've set goals for each of the county areas. Polk is $1,000. Green and Christian County is $2,000 goal. And then Taney and Stone County is a $4,000 goal. And if we reach those goals, then we'll have matching funds. Okay. So it'll double it. All right. So the the initial goal is 7000 but if we reach those goals in those counties, she'll have $14,000 to buy food with. Okay. Um, that makes sense? Yes. No, it makes total sense. Uh, now, I've got a flyer here. There are QR codes for each of the counties, uh, and I, we'll get those up on, I guess, our social media and KSGF.com as well so people can easily use their phone. I guess I should have just done this. Well, I could do it right yeah, now. Yeah, and what we did was we, we tried to make it easy. You can go to her Facebook page, Serenity Honors, and up at the top there's there's a, uh, a bar there that you kind of have to look for them okay. a little bit because it will only hold two of them. But with QR codes, it takes you straight to the fundraising okay, page. Okay, got it. So, like, right now, I, I, if you've never used a QR code, by the way, it's not that hard at all. You used to have to have a separate app to do it. Um, and I know with COVID, a lot of you probably used them for the first time because menus were taken away and then they had these QR codes. But you'll see the QR code, and again, we'll have these up on our social media. And you just take a, like you're going to take a picture of it, but don't actually take a picture. You just open your camera, and when, when it identifies it, it will, the, a little link, if you will, will pop up, a visual, and just tap on it, and then it takes you where you need to go. So it's it's actually quite easy to use. And so I did the Polk County one, and it showed that right now, um, you know, a couple people have donated, and you, so you see where things are on the, the target list here, and there is one for Polk County, a separate one for Green and Christian together, and then that third one for Taney and Stone together. Okay? And then, so you said those dollars, again, if the goals are hit, it gets doubled by matching funds. Is that coming from anywhere in particular, or, or do you just... Uh, Anonymous source. Okay, got it. Very good. Anonymous <laughs> source. Uh, and the good thing then is it's used to purchase... Food. food and we we worked out some deals. We got some deals worked out with local grocery stores okay. and the food suppliers, and we're trying to get some of those worked out to be All better right. deals. Last year we were able to buy stuff at about fifty cents on the dollar. Okay. So now with the matching funds, right. you give a dollar, we can double that. Well, with the matching funds, it would be quadrupled. Okay. And then the good thing is, last year we had a four point one ton goal. Well, she got almost eight tons. So yeah. can you imagine if she doubles? Yeah. This goal. So if the goals are met, 
for every dollar a person donates, that essentially is going to buy four dollars worth of food for veterans in that yeah, county. Yeah, for right? what yeah. you and okay. I could go buy. Yeah, all right, that's great. Look at you guys go. Yeah, awesome. and then Christmas she's going to play Secret Santa to a bunch of vets. We're oh, working on that's that fine. too. Okay, well fun. we'll make sure to keep letting people know about this. Want to make sure that those goals are hit. Anything else people need to know about it? No, not really. Okay. Go to her Facebook page and there'll be information on there. All right, and that is Serenity Honors. Good to see you as always. All right, thanks. Have a good holiday. All right, you do the same. Enjoy that that weekend. Weather's going to be relatively nice, I mentioned before, so uh, thank goodness we are away from those horrible temps. Last week, there was one report that said it was going to be like 102 one day this week, but turned out not to be that way, so just very blessed. Get a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. If you have any home buying needs, home selling needs, you absolutely, without question, cannot go wrong with Emily Johnson, owner and broker owner of House Theory Realty. In fact, you, you're, the only way to go wrong is by not using her. That would be my advice to you. If you have, even if it's not for you, but you've got friends or family, you see someone says, "Oh, oh we got to sell our home," or oh, "We're looking to buy a home." Maybe you have family that's moving into the area, or friends are moving into the area. You can do them the single greatest favor ever when it comes to buying or selling homes, and that is recommending Emily Johnson House Theory Realty. There are an increasing number of stories about how Jen Psaki, who is employed at MSNBC, and of course she was the White House spokesperson for a while under the Biden administration, she's really been doubling down on this false claim that there are absolutely no Democrats that support abortion up until birth. She first made this claim, and of course it was countered by facts, I mean, including numerous democrat state legislatures that would that passed laws attempting to allow abortion not only up to birth but saying if the child is born alive to kill them after they're born and in fact there's an opinion piece from ev osmet Titled, Jen Psaki keeps doing her best to cover up Democrats' awful abortion secret. Secret, former Biden staffer Psaki still protects Democrats and doubles down on false abortion claims. And this is a common refrain from the pro-abortion crowd is that, you know, well, that hardly ever happens. Or... Oh, there's no one that actually wants or supports abortion up until birth. Now, here's my question. Why not? I mean, th- it really, this is, these are the questions that need to be asked. Why don't Democrats support it up until birth? Why? If it is a mother's choice as to whether or not to end the life of her child. What difference does it make between one month and eight and a half months, given that perspective? Why Why would they be against it? Why isn't anyone asking Jen Psaki this question? 
why why would you be opposed to this i mean it seems like an odd declaration to try to make that oh no now democrats don't support that why if you support abortion I mean, unless, are, are, are they acknowledging that, well, okay, maybe it is alive? Maybe it is killing? Uh, to me, as a human being, believing that, unless, you know, it's to save your own life, like you, or you're being attacked, you, you shouldn't just go around killing people for convenience sake, right? Whether those people are adults, they're elderly, they're children, they're unborn, they're born, they're toddlers. You should not kill other human beings because it is convenient for you. There are two positions that can even begin to sort of make sense when it comes to abortion. One is that you're for it if... You, well, one, you could just not believe the science, and so you reject the idea that it is a living human being. I I don't know how in this day and age that is conceivably possible. I don't really think it is conceivably possible, but nonetheless, okay there. Or you, if you're pro-abortion and you take the position, yeah, I just think that mothers should be able to kill their own babies. Well, what difference does it make then whether it is at eight and a half months or nine months versus three months? Why are the Democrats so insistent on declaring that they aren't for abortion up until birth if abortion is okay? If it's if it's just something that is legal and that it's the woman's body, why are we hedging on this? It doesn't make sense. It is a contradiction to their claim. That the righteous, pro-woman, pro-health care position is that a woman should be able to do what she wants with her own body and the baby is her body. That's, that's the, the abortion position. Now, of course, the other position is that you don't believe in, for convenience sake, taking the life of another person and so you're just against abortion, right? whether that is eight weeks or nine months. The gray area that Democrats are taking on abortion and that they are allowed to take on abortion, I think screams volumes about their knowledge of their positions here. They continue to label Republicans as having these extreme policies when it comes to an abortion. And then, of course, said the counter, and this is what Jen Psaki and other Democrats are trying to ca- uh, react to. The counter is extreme. You want to, you know, you've got Democrats that want abortion up until uh, the time of birth. They're like, no, we don't. We, we do not. We would never do that. Why wouldn't you? I mean, ask that question. And ask if, furthermore, If you do not support abortion up until birth, at what point do you stop supporting it? Have you noticed you never, has? have you ever heard a single Democrat 
who claims, which they say they all claim this, that they don't support abortion up until birth. Have you heard a single one of them declare at what point they know they believe that it should be illegal? I mean, I'm being serious about that. If their position is they do not support it being legal up until birth, then what point? See, they don't have a point on the calendar. The reason that they will not, you either have to or you don't. If you don't, that is up until birth. So the fact that, and Jen Psaki can tell all the lies she wants, and the Democrats can try and position it however they want, but if you have no date in which you say abortion should no longer occur, then that means you support it during the entirety of the pregnancy. You, 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 it's got to be one or the other. Springfield's Talk 1041, live from Scramblers, the Friday Roadshow, sponsored by Affordable Towing. I'm Nick Reed. Instead of cleaning the house when it happens, they just shrug their shoulders and re-elect them again. This is Springfield's Talk 1041. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. State of Georgia has an approach when it comes to trials, and that is it is in the public interest for the public to have access to the trials, and that includes via broadcast. Thus, it was announced yesterday that Trump's trial, or the trial of of the whole grouping of uh, Trump, Trump supporters, Trump attorneys that the Democratic establishment is trying to imprison, will be streamed, or it will be... um, you know, I, I don't know to what degree it'll be broadcast. I believe it's definitely going to be streamed. I suppose it's going to be up to the networks. It's going to be very interesting to watch this play out for a number of reasons. One, one of the lesser recognized components of all of these different cases is that some in the Trump world have... St- their, their position is Georgia is actually a good thing. While on one hand, it is viewed as the most dangerous because uh, there is no pardoning from the governor there. There is no pardoning on a federal level because it's state. And so this is the area in which the Democrats could potentially be most successful in imprisoning political opposition. On the other hand, because it is surrounding claims of election irregularities and there's the, you know, the position from the Democrats that Trump really didn't believe that there was any voting irregularities, that during the, the defense, they will have the ability to call witnesses and that they will actually, for the first time in court, with cameras now rolling, show to the world what it is that they've been talking about. Show to the world what it is that the Democrats and the media have been claiming never, ever happened, and then that's going to be a positive thing. If, in fact, it does play out that way, and if, in fact, there are presented, and if the courts allow the defense to actually provide for, you know, a proper defense in which there is true revelations 
put forth for the American people to see regarding actual irregularities that occurred that might make some Americans go, well, wait a minute here, that doesn't seem right. It will be interesting to see if the networks all of a sudden shut off the cameras and start talking amongst themselves, if you know what I mean. Will they only have an interest in covering the parts of it that they they want the American people to see, but then shut the cameras off for the parts that they don't? Yeah, I suspect most of us know the answer to that question because we've seen it time and time again where the media censors information that they think might hurt their chances, their party's chances of retaining power. But but I, I don't know. That's something that appears, at least it's not being talked about to a great degree, but it could make for some interesting revelations in that particular court case. The ability of the defense to say, see, this is what we've been talking about. Here are the witnesses. Here's the evidence. And that's something that some people in the Trump world are saying is, a, is not only a silver lining, but blessing in disguise. Others will say that's a very Pollyannish rationalization to try to deny the trouble that Trump may be in here. Perhaps time will tell. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Happy hour coming up this afternoon at Retro Metro Half Price Draft Beer. They've got Yingling on tap. Four by four. I do believe as well. I know these things, they do rotate and change over time, but I know that's some of what they have had in terms of offerings in past happy hours. So hopefully you'll uh, come by. I'd love for you to see. We'll have some Springfield Cardinal tickets that you can utilize for any of the, um, I think, any of the home games for the rest of the season. But you don't need to register or anything. We've just got quite a few. So you can come by and grab those if you'd like. The First Alert Forecast, sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. That forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 84 for a high today, clear 59 tonight, 87 tomorrow. Sunny on Sunday with a high of 90. Then Labor Day, mostly sunny. High of 89, Sarah Myers. Thank you. And this morning I'm joined with Josh over at the Pyramid Roofing Company. What's up? What's up, homegirl? How are you? It's been a long time no see. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Uh, doing doing very well. I'm glad that it's not 4,000 degrees this week. It's I been... could imagine. I was thinking about you guys whenever it was like 110. And I thought, whew, I would not be happy to be doing that. Yeah, it is it is rather unpleasant being outside at all, period, let alone being up on a roof when it's 100 degrees and, and humid outside. How do you guys <laughs> tackle that? Because, I mean, obviously it's kind of uh, the prime time to get your roof done. So how do you guys tackle that? We slow down. Uh, when it's hot like that, we, we have our guys slow way down. And so it, a, a typical roof, most roofs can be done in a day or maybe a day and a half, two days for a large roof. It takes a, probably a day and a half for a smaller one. And then we just have our guys slow down, take more breaks, get off the roof if they need to just sit in the shade and cool down and, and we're, we slow down and it kind of messes our schedule up but we we want our guys to be to be careful you know you're up on a roof already and and uh it's just we just are slow and communicate with the customers and it, it works out fine some 99 percent of people are very good with us telling our guys to take it easy when it's hot like <laughs> yeah drink lots of water oh yeah uh speaking of your guys i heard that you guys were hiring yeah we are uh we're always looking for for good people that's kind of the thing that that we we like to do we, you don't necessarily have to have a background in roofing um we we want people that care about helping people 
So it's it's more of a cultural fit is what we do. We use what's called the culture index, and it's a just a, a like a like a personality profile that we that are, we we give you, and it's an assessment that you take, and you it uh, it helps us figure out where you would best fit on the team because it's important. You know, you're choosing pyramid just like we're choosing you, so it's kind of a mutual relationship at that at that point. So kind of like a customer uh, relationship with us choosing us, uh, but. Um, you know, we are hiring. We're looking for uh, for salespeople, and uh, you know, we're always hiring for operational people too. So, if you're interested, just give us a call for that. If you if you think you want to talk to us about a, a job opportunity, we'd love to have to have that conversation. Awesome. And then, um, so just just call. Yeah, call the office, cool. or you can call my cell phone four one seven three four six nine zero one three, or text me too. Is is fine. Um, if you want to talk about uh, an upcoming opportunity. Awesome. So. I will put that in the show notes yeah. for you. Now, you were also telling me before we got on air about some interesting business conducts of another company that you heard. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody's perfect. But, uh, yeah, I found out some information about, about some people locally here that they were using some materials on a roof uh, and, and had had got caught in the act of doing it. And it was it was crazy reason for the old felt. Uh, reusing the, the drip edge without the customer's knowledge. I just did it, and um, it, it causes issues. When you reuse old felt, you've got nail holes all over that. And it is it's it is synthetic felt. It's good stuff, but it's full of nail holes if you tear the old shingles off. And so it's just, you know, a, a lot of companies, even, I mean, this is a well-known company. It was kind of surprising, actually. But uh, I... You know, you gotta you gotta just read the fine print and figure out and and, and watch what they're doing. I, I suppose, but uh, pretty pretty crazy to, to hear about that. Yeah. All anyway. right. Well, anything else that you want to chit chat about this morning? No, no, I'm just I'm just excited that the new COVID variant's out, so I can so I can identify as a masker one more time. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're having but, happy hours, yeah. so I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> See, I knew you were gonna do this to me every single time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. what plans you got now? Um, I am going to, that's my entire family over there. We're going to be, we're leaving straight from here, uh, and going up to Council Bluffs, Iowa to visit my family this weekend. My brother's having a baby. Well, he's not, but his wife is having a baby. So we're (laughs) being a part of the baby. Good job clarifying that. Yeah. I I feel like I have to nowadays. Well, uh, (laughs) safe travels. I'm not going to keep you too much longer so you can go over there and enjoy your breakfast. All right. So if anybody's out there, you're listening, uh, you want to take advantage of the job opportunities with the Pyramid Roofing Company, or you are needing a roof repair or a whole new roof, you can find all of the contact information for Josh and his team at ksgf.com under the Sarah's Endorsements tab. Josh, I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Have fun tonight. This is Sarah Myers with Springfield's Talk 1041. Well, now here's just a fantastic story for everyone. Western Heights Public School District in Oklahoma is defending its decision to hire a drag queen who was arrested on child porn charges, the Daily Caller has learned. Dr. Shane Brent. Mernon, 52, was hired as an elementary school principal at John Glenn Elementary, the Substack V1 first reported. In a Facebook post, Mernon celebrated a new district and new respect. According to the report, Mernon's personal Facebook page appears to have since been deleted. Mernon had his personal devices confiscated by police in 2001 on suspicion of possession of child pornography. Then, a fifth-grade teacher 
at Will Rogers Elementary School in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Mernon was arrested two weeks after the confiscation. The appeals court associate judge Dave Allen said that it was, quote, clear from a review of the picture that they do represent child pornography, the Oklahoman reported at the time. Payne County District Judge Donald L. Worthington dismissed the charges against Mernon in August 2002 after Mernon's attorney said that he obtained the child pornography by accident. Well, who hasn't done that, right? I mean, we've all accidentally stubbed our toe. We all have accidentally left our keys somewhere. We all have accidentally picked up someone else's drink and drank from it. And who hasn't accidentally downloaded child pornography to their phone? So this judge um, dismissed the charges after his attorneys claimed that the pictures were downloaded by accident and maintained that you couldn't prove those kids were underage in the child pornography. So very classy defense there. At the time, Mernon did lose his teaching job. Makes sense. Mernon's record, however, was expunged, and the charges were dismissed after completing probation for a drug charge in October 2003, according to the Oklahoma State Courts Network. Mernon became a school teacher at a rural Oklahoma school district in 2007, moving to an elementary school position at Oklahoma City Public Schools in 2018. He worked as an assistant vice principal from 2020 to 2022 before his hiring as a principal. Brandon or Braden Savage, superintendent of Western Heights Public School, told parents in a letter provided to the Daily Caller, I'm writing to address a concern you may read about on social media. We understand the situation may cause concerns and questions among parents, staff, and community members. Savage said the district followed the usual hiring practices in vetting Mernon, checking references and conducting a felony criminal background check. In a social media post welcoming Mernon to the school, the district acknowledged the charges previously brought against their now principal. Quote, this evening, the Board of Education approved the hiring of Dr. Shane Mernon for the head principal position at John Glenn Elementary. Recently, the district has been made aware of previously charges that were dismissed more than 20 years ago. Dr. Mernon has been serving the field of education for more than 25 years and has an outstanding reputation. He comes highly recommended from previous supervisors, colleagues, and educators. He went on to note that recently the information began circulating about Dr. Mernon and the charges he faced more than 20 years ago and the alleged crime involving child pornography. According to news reports at the time, those charges were dismissed by the court and the record of the charges had been expunged. Since that time, Dr. Mernon has continued to be certified as an elementary school teacher and principal, having his certification renewed in April of 2023 and signed by State Superintendent Randy Walters. The State Department of Education would have conducted another felony background check upon reviewing the certification. And the letter assured parents that a safe learning environment was the district's priority. Uh, Mernon, whose stage name is Chantel Mandalay, Mandalay, 
said, life is about experiences and choices. I've made a lot of bad decisions in my lifetime and learned from them. But I've also made amazing decisions. One of them was becoming an educator. You know, for kids the same age, apparently, as in the child pornography photos that he accidentally downloaded. Now, we live in a country where it is not uncommon for an elementary school teacher to get fired because she will only use the scientifically accurate pronouns of students that even at the age of eight may identify as the opposite gender. We've seen that happen. Yet here is an individual who had child pornography on his phone. And yes, it was tossed out because apparently the judge believed that he accidentally downloaded it and you couldn't prove that they were actually underage, though the, the judge who initially dealt with the case said it's very clear this is child pornography. You don't have to have an ID to know someone who's age is under the age of 18. It appears as as there's an acknowledgement from this principal saying, "Ah, I've made mistakes, but hey, who doesn't make mistakes? In the court of law, as jacked up as it may be, one can argue, hey, fact of the matter is, it was thrown out, so he was never convicted of the child pornography that was on his phone. That's not in dispute. Had it on his phone. This is not, though, we're not talking about a court proceeding. This is whether or not this person is hired to be in charge of a facility that is filled with children. It's called a judgment call. What sort of twisted mind thinks that it is a good decision to hire a person to look over elementary school students when you have been caught with child pornography on your phone. And again, you juxtapose that to these stories you hear about, oh, a football coach got fired because he prayed at a football game. Or an elementary school teacher got fired because she refused to call an eight-year-old boy a she because he identifies as a girl. But we will subject children. I mean, it, it is total and complete insanity. And I don't believe any rational person can any longer claim that there are not attempts to turn children into prey, to groom children, to indoctrinate children and turn them into sexual playthings whenever you overtly and proactively put people in charge of kids whom have been caught with child pornography on their phones. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Now don't forget, if you need any home loan, home loan questions, home loan answers, home loan needs, refinancing, you don't know whether or not this is the best time you're telling yourself, well, I'm going to wait till the housing market, quote, cools off. I'm going to wait till interest rates go down. 
you know, the 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 characters that I want a great have a saying that you you know, you may marry the house, but you're dating the interest rate. In other words, whatever your interest rate is today, when they go back down, you can refinance at that lower rate. The way I look at it, and everyone's different. If you decide, well, I'm gonna, I'll just wait till they go down, and let's say that's five years from now. Even if the interest rates were higher, at least you put equity into that home that you're going to eventually buy instead of paying off somebody else's mortgage. Because that's what you're doing when you're paying rent, whether it's an apartment or it is in a home or it's in a duplex. You're paying off their mortgage. Ultimately, the point being, and everyone's in a different situation, buying may not be the best thing for you. May, moving may not be. Selling your home now, I, I don't know. But that's where the characters come in. They can let you know the landscape so that you can make the best decision possible for your situation. And it all starts at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com because you do. Here are two stories that are just further illustrations of the reality of the hell holes that Democrat leadership turns cities and states into. First, and they both actually have to do with the hotel industry. New L.A. homeless measure would destroy hotel industry overnight and harm guests. This according to the American Hotel Lodging Association, President Chip Rogers. There is a Los Angeles ballot measure that would place homeless people in hotel rooms next to paying guests. And it would, according to the hotel industry, destroy the industry almost overnight. Well, of course it would. The CEO of the hotel, the American Hotel and Lodging Association... Chip Rogers said the fight we have in Los Angeles is one of the worst public policy ideas, perhaps the worst public policy idea I have ever heard. The responsible hotels ordinance. Oh, well, isn't that a nice name? Well, who would be against responsible hotels? The ordinance, which would provide temporary lodging for unhoused families and individuals has been aggressively pushed by unite here local 11 a los angeles hospitalities union now that's the second part of the story we're going to get to in a minute now, of course everything about this is insane and ridiculous i tell you who would like this people who have airbnbs although wait because you own an airbnb in la and you're thinking sweet because Everyone's going to flock to us. No one is going to want to check into a hotel room with their you know, family, including small children, when there are strung out homeless people wandering the hallways, defecating on themselves with needles hanging out of their arms. So the Airbnb folks are probably like, sweet, this is great for us. Yeah, wait, you'll be next. You think for one moment they won't say, oh, guess what? You have to start housing homeless people. What do you think the left will do whenever the homeless people say, uh, we don't want to leave? Whose side do you think they're going to be on? They'll go to court to force the hotels to house them permanently. That's how this will play out. Now, I know the vast majority of you are normal people. And you think nor and you understand reality and you would think who in their right mind would do something this stupid? Look at all the stupid policies that these cities put into place that destroy the cities, yet they continue to do it over and over again. 
I mean, the you, this is the greatest country in the world that had the greatest cities, the greatest cities in the con- greatest country in the world, and they have turned them into third world countries. And then at every turn, they're going to just let well double down on it, double down on it, double down, make it worse, 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 worse. Now the other part of this, I, I'm going to take a quick break here and then I want to hit the union aspect because it is a hospitality union that is behind this at least one of the giant one of the big pushers of it that in uh, just a moment the significance of that quick break I'm Nick Reed you're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, if you are looking to hit that open road this weekend, you're needing a rental car, recommend my friends over at Avis, the car rental company. And while you are there, I also recommend that you get some information on the long-term rental program. Now, this program is great if you are looking to purchase a vehicle here soon, but you are wanting to kind of test drive vehicles a little bit longer before you make that commitment. The best part about the long-term rental program is if you get into a vehicle that you realize, you know what, this doesn't have enough storage or... I don't like this feature or that feature. You can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, if you want more information on the program, swing by the Avis store off of Fort and Sunshine and speak to Lauren. And as always, you can find all of that contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. So there is an initiative in Los Angeles that if it passes, it will force hotels to take homeless people in their rooms. And this, of course, is... Uh, idea that has total disaster and danger written all over it. It is being pushed by the hospitality union. Now, the people who in reality are going to be put in the most danger are hospitality union members. These are people who work in the hotels. See, guests, they have the choice of like, I ain't staying there. I'll either stay at a hotel outside of Los Angeles or I'll stay at an Airbnb or a Verbo. But people, and these are generally middle to lower income people who have no other choice but to work that job, they are the ones whose lives will be in danger. So one may ask oneself, why is it that the people, like it, the union should be the one on the side of their union members, the hospitality workers? Why would they be promoting something that is going to be a danger to the people they're supposed to be representing? And it is what. We are seeing increasingly, as more clear and clear, the people who run the unions do not work on behalf of the union workers. They work on behalf of the liberal politicians, and that is yet another example of it. Glenn Beck's next. I'm Nick Reed.